1: Skiing, deep sea fishing, dolphin tours, Schlitterbahn Water Park, and the famous Moody Gardens. Tour historical homes, art galleries, and antique shops, and enjoy Galveston's nightlife with award-winning restaurants and live music, from jazz to rock and roll. Our homes rent for less than hotel rooms on a per-occupant basis. Call 832-452-0528, or visit our website, www.texasbeachfrontvacations.com.
3: This is 1050 AM, KCAA, Loma Linda, and 106.5 FM, UKIPA.
2: I'm Tom Busby, CNBC Radio. A massive rally today on Wall Street. The biggest gains in stocks in one session in eight months. That's after the FBI decided Hillary Clinton would face no new charges in the probe of her State Department emails. With that, the Dow shot up 371 points, the Nasdaq up 120, and oil higher for the first time in seven days, up 82 cents a barrel. Several state attorneys general reportedly joining the federal antitrust probe over the planned merger of Dow Chemical and DuPont. Thanks to a strong U.S. labor market and slight gains in wages, Americans borrowed nearly $20 billion more in September on a lot more auto and student loans. Overall, Americans now owe $3.7 trillion in outstanding credit. That doesn't even include mortgage loans. And Twitter reportedly receiving several bids to buy Vine. That's the short-form video sharing app it said last week it plans on closing down. I'm Tom Busby, CNBC Radio.
3: I'm Nick Soboleski,
4: a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much.
3: For your free quote, call 1-800-329-4100. That's 1-800-329-4100. 1-800-329-4100. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
5: NBC News Radio. I'm Tom Roberts. Donald Trump says the country is thirsting for real change. He told a rally in Pennsylvania that he's confident he'll win the White House tomorrow.
3: This is not the sound of a second-place finisher. That I no, the habit's tied. Don't forget, we were 12 points down three weeks
1: ago.
5: Trump calls Democrat Hillary Clinton the face of failure. Clinton is making a final push to nail down the traditionally Democratic state of Michigan. Ah!
1: I believe that America's best days are still ahead of us if we reach for them together.
5: Campaigning in Grand Rapids, Clinton said the presidential election is a choice between division or unity. Two new polls have Hillary Clinton maintaining leads over Donald Trump one day before the presidential election. The final NBC News survey monkey poll out today shows Clinton holding a 47 to 41 percent lead among likely voters. A CBS News poll has Clinton with a 45 to 41 percent edge. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is denying that Donald Trump told him he was on the ticket. Christie was asked by Charlie Rose on CBS this morning if he thinks Trump did not pick him as a running mate because of Bridgegate. No. You don't? No. You don't I think don't. it had any impact? No, I didn't say that. Ah, what impact that. did it have? It had so- I can't measure it. You'd have to ask Donald Trump. The New York Post reported at the time that Trump offered the spot to Christie but then withdrew it. A man is set to appear in federal court in Columbus, Ohio, on terrorism charges. Prosecutors say Aaron Daniels provided material support to a terrorist organization. He's also known as Harun Mohammed and Abu Yusuf. He was arrested boarding a flight this morning, allegedly on his way to Libya to join ISIS. An Ohio theme park will honor its World Series bet and change the name of one of its thrill rides to Top Thrill Cubster. Cedar Point officials say they will rename top thrill Dragster when they reopen in May after the Cleveland Indians lost the Chicago Cubs in seven games. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Rod Tanner. For tonight, we'll have clear skies at a low of 60. We'll have a sunny Tuesday with a high of 89. Tuesday night looks to be clear with a low of 60. Wednesday should be a sunny day with a high of 89. Wednesday night, skies to be clear with a low of around 60. Thursday should be sunny, our high 86. Thursday night, again, it'll be clear with a low of 58. For Veterans Day on Friday, we'll have sunshine and a high of 84. Again tonight, it'll be clear with a low of 60. For Election Day on Tuesday, we'll have sunny skies and a high of 89. That's your weather forecast for this hour from KCAA, 106.5 FM, and 1050 AM, the stations that leave no listener behind.
3: KCAA is your
0: CNBC News affiliate. We're the station that gets down to business. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health,
6: Joshua Lane. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Joshua Lane. I'm very happy to say that uh, Dr. Tom O'Brien, author of an excellent new book called The Autoimmune Fix, is our guest today. Uh, Dr. O'Brien, thank you for calling in. I very much appreciate you uh, taking your time to speak with us.
7: Oh, thank you,
0: Joshua. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you.
6: Thank you. And your book, uh, The Autoimmune Fix, the front cover says, How to Stop the Hidden Autoimmune Damage that Keeps You Sick, Fat, and Tired Before It Turns Into Disease. And your book very clearly says that the toxic gluten peptides from wheat, rye, and barley very much adversely affect us and can contribute to Parkinson's or multiple sclerosis or other health problems. Can you please, obviously we have just a short amount of time, what are the some of the important points from your excellent new book, The Autoimmune Fix?
0: Well, let's see. I think the the primary concept to understand is that the um, mechanism that causes our degenerative diseases this doesn't count for trauma you fall down you break a leg that's trauma you're in a car accident that's trauma but all of the other symptoms that we experience in our lives are what's categorized as degenerative they build up over time and the mechanism for degenerative diseases we now know the science is really clear The mechanism is your immune system trying to protect you and going kind of haywire. It's called autoimmunity. Cardiovascular disease that we think of as the number one cause of getting sick and dying in the world is autoimmune. Cancer is autoimmune, so uh, for someone to kind of take a step back and get the big picture If your car's exhaust pipe is blowing black smoke out of the exhaust pipe, you don't treat the exhaust pipe. So, of course, you want to reduce the symptoms. But when we're diagnosed with um, diabetes or high cholesterol or a tumor, you, of course, have to address those symptoms. But what's the mechanism that set all this stuff up? That's autoimmunity. And that's what's been missed in our culture today in medicine. The American Autoimmune and Related Disorder Association did a survey of medical doctors, and they found that 4% of medical doctors, 4% felt that they got uh, enough education in their medical uh, education to understand and diagnose autoimmune diseases, only 4%. 14% 14% of them said that their training was three courses. No, I'm sorry, three classes. Not three courses, but three classes in medical school. That means three hours of lecture for the number one mechanism that makes everyone sick. So our, our culture just hasn't taken a step back to take a look at this. And what this book is about is to get the big picture overview where does all this stuff come from? Because if you understand where it comes from, then it makes sense to take measures to reduce your risk of your immune system um, um, attacking your own tissue.
6: Right, right, we're speaking with Dr. Tom O'Brien, also a new book which I am very happy to be reading called The Autoimmune Fix. So now I am a very strong no sugar proponent I feel that sugar is terribly bad for us, processed sugar. And everyone kind of agrees with that. No one really disagrees. And in your book, you also obviously say that uh, we should avoid uh, the the gluten, wheat, rye, uh, barley. We should avoid uh, processed sugar. We should avoid uh, uh, dairy products. And uh, those are very important. And you actually feel, based on the new research you published in this book, that these three significant factors are the major components in problems, with gut health that might manifest as Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis or Graves' disease or other diseases. That's actually, and it's so nicely done, I, I, I'm very happy with, the, with your book.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. You know, what happened was the researchers that identified the mechanism that causes mad cow disease mm-hmm. a number of years ago, those same researchers found out that that mechanism occurs with Parkinson's and with Alzheimer's. And what that mechanism is, is when you've got the wrong bacteria in the gut, too much of the wrong bacteria in the gut It's called dysbiosis. Some of the proteins in the gut from the food that we eat can get twisted into weird shapes. It's called misfolded proteins. And those proteins can go right through the walls of the gut into the, it's called the submucosa. They go into the nerves. And they follow the nerves. They creep up the nerves back into the spine. These proteins go neuron by neuron back into the spine. They go up the spine by a, via a nerve called the vagus nerve mm-hmm. up the spine all the way to the brain. Takes years, but they go all the way up to the brain. And there's a magnetic pull for depending on which folty, uh, protein is misfolded, there's a magnetic pull that attracts it into particularly the brain. Causes the inflammation that causes the damage to the brain cells, and here comes Parkinson's right. or here comes Alzheimer's. Right. That they've identified that mechanism. Now, that's why almost every Parkinson patient, if you look at their medical history, almost all of them, or a very high percentage of them, had problems with constipation for years and years. It's because, uh, and that's years before they ever had a symptom, and it's because they had the wrong kind of bacteria in the gut causing the constipation, causing the misfolding of the proteins. The proteins go through the walls into the uh, submucosa, get into the nerves, creep up the nerves, go up to the spine, get magnetically pulled to a particular area of the spine, cause inflammation, cause tissue damage, and eventually they start getting the symptoms of Parkinson's. But Mm -hmm. it starts in the gut.
6: Right. We're speaking with Dr. Tom O'Brien, author of an excellent new book, Uh, called the autoimmune fix. Now, Dr. O'Brien, you really feel, based on the current research which you cite in the book, that the avoidance of the gluten in wheat, rye, barley is a significant, important idea for us to all follow whether we have a symptom or not, because you mentioned it, oftentimes symptoms take many, many, many years to actually show up. And that, let's say I eat some wheat bread and I don't get a stomach ache, I might say to you, well, Tom, I didn't get a stomachache. I, I do okay on wheat. But you would say it could, sh- it could show up in other ways. Is that correct?
0: Yes. The lucky people are the ones that eat it and they get stomach problems because mm-hmm. they recognize right away, oh, I put this down in my stomach. My stomach hurts or I get bloating, or I get diarrhea, those are the lucky ones. They get gut complaints. The unlucky ones are the ones that don't. And there are a number of mechanisms uh, that occur. One of them is called molecular mimicry. So um, Harvard showed last year that in a study produced by Holland, H-O-L-L-O-N, and Fasano at Harvard, they showed that every single human, whenever they eat wheat, They get tears in the inside lining of the gut. It's called intestinal permeability or the leaky gut. Mm -hmm. Every human, every time they eat it. But we have a whole new body every seven years. Every cell regenerates. Some cells are really slow and take a long time. Some cells are really fast. The fastest growing cells in the body are the inside lining of the intestines. Every three to five days, you have a whole new lining to your gut. So when you eat wheat, it tears the lining of the gut, but it heals. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, pancakes for breakfast, you tear the lining of the gut, it heals. You have a sandwich for lunch, you tear the lining of the gut, but it heals. You have pasta for dinner, you tear the lining of the gut, but it heals. Day after day, after week, after month, after year, after year, until one day, you don't heal anymore. Right. When you don't heal anymore, that's called loss of oral tolerance. When you don't heal anymore, now you get the tears in the gut that stay, and that sets up the whole inflammation process throughout your body, your immune system makes antibodies to the wheat molecules that get into the bloodstream through the tears in the gut. Those, those antibodies not only go after the wheat in the bloodstream, but by the process of molecular mimicry, they may attack your thyroid, or those antibodies may attack your brain, or they may attack your liver. It just depends on where your genetic... Wheat-
3: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: And then eventually you develop the autoimmune mechanism of your thyroid, of your brain, or right. your liver. Right. And that connection, there are many, many studies that show this. Many studies. This is not a theory. Right. right. This is hard fact.
6: Right. Uh, we're speaking with Dr. Tom O'Brien, author of the excellent new book, uh, "The Autoimmune Fix," which I am. Uh, very happy uh, that I, I read this book. It's very nicely done. Now, uh, Dr. O'Brien, you mentioned that oftentimes, if a person didn't feel well, they go to their physician. The physician says, "Oh, your thyroid is a little sluggish," and they give you thyroid. And you say, "Well, that makes make me feel a little bit better, but it doesn't really address the issues because there was a lot of new testing being done, uh, laboratory testing that the physicians are not, that most physicians are not using." And I can also mention this: you mentioned that half the people who have normal cholesterol still have heart attacks. And so, therefore, the cholesterol is not the thing that we are really, you know, uh, should be focusing on.
0: Well, Joshua, you brought up two very important points. Let's do the second one first. The studies show that up to 50% of the people, the very first indicator that they have that they've got a cardiovascular problem, the very first indicator is death. Up to 50% of the people. And that's because all we're checking is cholesterol and the good and bad cholesterol. That's an important thing to check. But that was the test from 30 years ago. And it's a component of what needs to be checked, but it's not the whole picture. And just read the studies. Up to 50% of the people, their very first indicator is a fatal heart attack. They never knew they had a problem. And it's happening at younger and younger ages. And there are blood tests now. That look at different types of good bacteria, uh, I'm sorry, of good cholesterol. Uh, They're called the HDL. We've always looked at that, but we know there's different types of HDL. There are some HDLs that are hitchhikers along for the ride, and they really don't do much. And a couple of studies have shown they actually can plug your pipes up. But wait a minute, it's HDL. Read the studies they can plug your pipes
6: up. Excuse me, Dr. O'Brien, I apologize. We are actually pretty much running out of time. How can people contact you to find out more about what you offer and about your new book, The Autoimmune Fix?
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, The website is www.thedr.com, thedoctor.com. Don't spell the word doctor out, just dr, dr thedr.com. There's tons of information there, lots of free handouts and videos and interviews and Uh, so people can learn more about this topic. And the book is there. Uh, If you uh, get the book at the website, there's also a bunch of handouts you get that go along with it for free that are just marvelous.
6: And Dr. O'Brien, once again, give us your website, please, sir.
0: www.thedr.com
6: Dr. O'Brien, I very much enjoyed you calling in this evening, and I'm going to have you on again shortly because your book is excellent.
0: Thank you so much, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you.
6: This is uh, Josh Lane. We've been speaking with Dr. Tom O'Brien, author of the excellent new book, The Autoimmune Fix. We're going to take a short break and we will be right back after these important messages.
3: Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish and most American diets are low in important omega-3 oils omega-3 oils are the vital components of fish that provide numerous health benefits. Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems supply concentrated amounts of these omega-3 oils that are needed to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each great tasting Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems soft gel contains 1250 milligrams of fish oil from deep cold water fish. That supplies a full 800 milligrams of omega-3s, all in only one easy-to-swallow soft gel. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence, for they are tested for purity, potency, and freshness by an independent FDA-registered laboratory. Ask for Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems at your favorite natural food retailer today.
6: We're back. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Joshua Lane. Calling in this evening is uh, Dr. Jeffrey Fidel, uh, an MD, who has an excellent book called One MD's Inward Journey to Liberate Himself from Mental Suffering. And uh, Dr. Fidel, thank you for calling in this evening. I very much appreciate it.
7: Thank you for having me.
6: And so you as a younger man, you are a graduate of Brandeis and you are a graduate of Tulane Medical and you are practicing as a radiologist currently in Florida?
7: I voluntarily left my job uh, last year practicing as a radiologist to take this inward journey, so to say, and that's what the book is about. Um, How I um, took the liberty of leaving a job that I wasn't very happy with uh, and um, kind of finding out who I really was, and that was the journey inward.
6: Well, that does seem like an important topic for all of us as you know, as adults, you you you're interested in in your outlook on life, and you read Lao Tzu, The Way of Life, and that was one of the most that was an influential book for you.
7: Yeah, the Tao Te Ching was uh, one of the uh, main books that was of great influence for me. It served as a uh, a guide to take this inward journey.
6: And may I ask, so you, at an earlier time in your life, you were diagnosed with you were diagnosed as being bipolar, and is that a diagnosis that you're, is that, is that a valuable diagnosis?
7: Well, that, um, since I'm 45, when I was 20, I was diagnosed depressed, and then at 28, I got the diagnosis bipolar type 1. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I took this inward journey and cured myself of all of this, Um, Those
6: were my label diagnoses, Uh, yes. May I ask, ask, don't most adults, and children for that matter, suffer periods of time when things are not going well, then you are depressed? So is the label of a, a bipolar depression, is that a fair label or is that a label that somehow is simply currently being used, but in your opinion might not even be around in 10 or 20 years from now?
7: Well, they're more, uh, they're labels, but they're states of mind is what they are. Um, Bipolar or depressed or manic are just labels for different states of mind. In the end, they cause immense suffering for the patient because the patient, myself including at the time, was mind-identified, meaning that no matter what thoughts I had in my mind, if I believed those thoughts to be true, then I would become those thoughts. So the, the the way out for me from all this mental suffering was to now know myself beyond thought. And that's more the beingness of who I am, or rather, I am that that produces thought rather than I am not who I think I am. And that's the shift in, um, that's going to be the main shift uh, in, in how to see things. Um, and that's how I liberated myself from mental suffering.
6: So you say that at this point in your life you feel, is is the word a positive, is that a good term? I mean, what do you feel differently now that you didn't feel three or five years ago? Uh, What is it about the world that you see differently now?
7: Well, the world now is not just through my mind, but it's more just my beingness. In other words, um, the way I see things in the world today is just that I accept the present moment for what it is uh, and that... Life is my lesson and it's just a general inner peace and just um, no longer just uh, expecting things in my mind to be, it's not about becoming happy or about being anywhere. It's just being engaged in the present moment in in living life um, in that state. Um, So that's kind of like the realization that I was able to come to after all this. Um, And now there's just, you know, a contentment. Whatever life is or brings to me, I accept that to be. Um, it, life before, I, I think I was under some impression that I'm supposed to reach some state of happiness, but that's not really what life is. Life is just, life itself is the meditation, so to say. Life has ups, life has downs, but all is to be accepted. And that's kind of like the big shift that I've had when I what i learned inside of
6: myself we're speaking with dr jeffrey fidel an md who has a new book out called uh, one md's inward journey to liberate himself from mental suffering dr fidel are you in a position right now to feel that in some in some respects that there's a lot of there's too much over medication of patients who have maybe are depressed at a certain moment and uh, have you have you modified your position in that? Have you rejected these drugs, or are they useful a little bit? or are they? Are they how, how? What's your sense of that now? Because there's so much drug medication being used now for people.
7: Yes, well, the drugs are kind of like just a modified form of alcohol, so to say. Um, they numb the mind, and that's why I didn't want to live like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the problem, because then this is why people will be on drugs their whole life or speak to people Uh the main shift that I found, and, and this is why I guess I pioneered—I uh, was a pioneer in this effort—is that I came to the realization after 25 years that I was never going to be able to be cured of this, according to what they were telling me, uh, and that I would just spend my whole life talking to other people or taking pills. It turned out that the answer was inside of myself, but so very deep beyond all the layers of subconscious that I didn't know that I, you know, until I took the journey in, I didn't know that I could even get to it. Um, And that's why I have a a book written 2,500 years ago to thank uh, for something that modern science is, um, you know, kind of overlooking, that the ancient teachings do have um, some merit here and there's a way to know ourselves beyond our thinking mind.
6: Right, right. We're speaking with Dr. Jeffrey Fidel, M.D., author of the new book, one MD's inward journey to liberate himself from mental suffering. So, did you read the Witcher Brinner translation of uh, uh, Lao Tzu's work? Who, 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 whose uh, work did you read that you really liked?
7: Stephen Mitchell's was the one that I really uh, enjoyed thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Um, there is certain um, he did a beautiful job with it. <laughs> uh, It's actually, it's funny because the translation is so very important because when there was a certain moment when I needed um, some type of teaching to get to, he enabled me to get there. And that's like when I was at the very core of my being and, um, you know, in medical school, we're taught we're not supposed to hear voices inside of ourselves. Uh, That's called auditory hallucination. And we're taught that in school. Mm -hmm. But uh, there is actually another voice that's supposed to be within us. and that's the voice of consciousness itself that comes from our heart. Uh, to find this voice is quite the journey, although. Um, and so I was in a state of confusion for about a about a year, not knowing that there was another. What this other voice was inside of myself. So, um, you know, the Tao pretty much enabled me to trust this voice enough to then. I utilize this voice as my teacher through the whole journey inward. Um so this is kind of going to be an interesting discussion with psychiatrists when we talk about the subject of hearing voices within us because we all have this other voice and it's our it's our consciousness.
6: And Dr. Fidel, have your colleagues, has there been any kind of acceptance of your ideas about I'll use the broad term emotion, how how are you being received?
7: Um well, right now I'm trying to, uh, so to say, get involved in the psychiatric community. Uh, I've offered to speak at various places for free, but there's no takers. But I'm sure in time, um, it, you know, it, it's hard because uh, when a belief system is so very strong, if you, if you make a claim of this nature, um, you know, it might not be accepted, so to say, by the mainstream. So... But I'm trying very hard at this point, and if anyone is listening, and uh, I'd be more than welcome to um, speak um, to any faculty or other physicians or patients, for that matter, um, regarding this topic of how we have these in, you know these answers inside of us.
6: Right, and also if I can say this, you're I, you're thinking that the medications that are being offered might not be over the long term very valuable while a lot of people actually have that opinion based on a lot of good research, still there's so much money involved with selling people medications that indeed, you know, that's a very tough one to fight against as well.
7: Well, the problem is is that it doesn't get to the etiology of where the suffering is getting. In other words, just taking the medication doesn't go to the source of where the suffering is coming from. Um, And this is why people, unfortunately, are... Frustrated because then they're stuck taking medications for life um, because it didn't get to the fire. It's kind of just blowing away the smoke. But, you know, I had to go into the very core of the volcano to find out, you know, where was all this suffering coming from? And a lot of it was just non-forgiveness that I was holding inside of myself, stuff that had happened to me when I was a child that I wasn't able to forgive. So by the very process of forgiving, and this is an ancient teaching, but this is a very true teaching, that was my greatest medication. And once I realized that, I continued to forgive everything inside of myself, and this was a very great liberation that I achieved within myself. Medication can't do that.
6: (laughs) No, it certainly can't. Well, we were speaking with Dr. Jeffrey Fidel, MD, whose new book is called One MD's Inward Journey to Liberate Himself from Mental Suffering. Dr. Fidel, how can we get a copy of your book?
7: Uh there's uh you could go onto my website which is uh simply my name which is um www
3: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: Lucky
2: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, believe by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website
7: for details. Jeffrey Fidel, M.D., that's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, F like in Frank, I-D-E-L-M-D. Jeffrey Fidel, M.D. And on that website, uh, there's various, uh, there's a link to the book, and there's also um, several videos that i uh, produced um, that uh, people would be welcome to look at. And um, also, they could just go, if they want to go directly on Amazon, it's on Amazon. I would suggest that uh, it's difficult to search for, but again, I would just put in my name, Jeffrey Fidel, M.D., Uh, because the name of the book is I, and if it's it's searched in that way, it might be a little bit difficult to find it. Uh, It has a long subtitle, but Jeffrey Fidel, M.D., should do the trick for both the website and for the uh, Amazon book search.
6: That sounds very good. Thank you very much. We have been speaking with Jeffrey Fidel, M.D., author of a new book, uh, subtitled One M.D.'s Inward Journey to Liberate Himself from Mental Suffering. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back after these important messages.
3: Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs you can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson, fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. We're
6: back. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here is to Your Health. I'm your host, Joshua Lane. And calling in this evening we have the uh, clairvoyant, the psychic, uh, Teresa St. Francis, who has been working for a long time in the New Jersey area and uh, has worked with a lot of people over the many years and has a new book out called What Happens the Day After, Messages from Adolescent Suicides, which is a a terrible topic. And Jenny McCarthy, the uh, host of The View, who's pretty well known. I wrote the preface. Chris Jenny, I think, is very happy with Teresa St. Francis' work. And uh, Teresa, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to speak to us today. So your your ability is it a is it a physical ability like the ability to hit 60 home runs that you can you can see the future? Is that it?
1: Um, I, I am actually clairvoyant, clairvoyant, and clairsentient, which means I have the ability to see spirit, hear spirit, and I'm an empath, so I put it all together more often than not. It's for me. My spiritual tag team, Teachers, Angels, and Guides, work with me, and they usually put um, your life up on a screen, and they give me a remote control, and I can stop, I can pause, I can fast forward, and I deliver messages from the other side. I've been working with grieving parents for over 30 years, and my job was commissioned by these young adolescents who took their own life to, to shed a new light on this topic that needs to be addressed because we are at epidemic levels, and Jenny McCarthy did write the forward because she was so impressed, not only with the book, with the messages in the book of hope, eternal hope, living inspiration for kids, parents, and teachers. Every parent, every educator needs to read this book, because it sheds new light on this epidemic issue of how we can solve the problem and rectify these teens from taking their own life.
6: Right. We're speaking with Teresa St. Francis. Now, Teresa, this is obviously an important topic because, you know, suicide is a terrible thing. And for children, you know, teenagers, young adults, you think, oh, my goodness, what a, what a terrible thing for the child and for the parents and for the community. It's just a, a terrible uh, thing, unfortunately. Uh, what are some of the triggers? Why do why do young children do this?
1: That's a really great question, and thank you for asking that. One of the reasons why children do that is because they don't have the life coping skills that we as older people have because of the way that society has caused them to be raised with the technology, with the inability to have verbal dialogue um, because of competition in in society, because of everybody always gets a trophy. So there's a lot of factors that go into raising a child that when they get outside of that world and into a young adult like college or getting out on their own, life is not easy. Life is difficult, and they don't know how to deal with those difficult aspects especially the overachievers, the achievers who have always been number one, those individuals like Michelle, who was my ambassador to the spiritual world, she brought all those young adolescent spirits to my house. It's kind of like Ghost, the movie, Mm -hmm. where everybody was at my house talking, wanting to tell their story. And what wound up happening was they actually um, designated one person to talk for a group. So I talked to groups of people um, for many, many months in order to put the book together. The book is a very unique book because not only is it about inspiration and hope, but it's also about telling their story so it helps other children see that they're not alone, that we are all interconnected and that they have a purpose, and that everybody's purpose is extremely important.
6: Right, right. I, I guess young, young ones really don't understand that, uh, you know, they can work out an issue, and I guess it seems so terrible. Uh, you know, I've, always, I've read that a lot of uh, students who went to Cornell University, uh, one of America's best schools, used to kill themselves because they were great students and for some reason they didn't do good in a class or something, they didn't get what they wanted, and they actually killed themselves. And it seems that just awful that that would occur. Uh, you know, it seems it, it seems like a bad thing, uh, really a bad thing. Uh, and all of us, I think, agree that it's a bad thing. Uh, Teresa, what? how old were you when you realized that you had the ability... To you know, see the future and think. I'm, I use it. I use that term to see the future. When when did you realize you had that uh, that gift?
1: Uh, I was four years old and I was at a family Fourth of July barbecue. And my parents are come from very large families. they the youngest in the family, and a lot of pa- people were predeceased. And they were on the theater, um, eight millimeter projector. And I was telling my mother what everybody's name was and what they were doing and where they belonged and. She spun me around, and she said to me, we're Catholic, and you don't speak of this. She gave, you that, gave me that look, so I knew very well that I was never to talk about this again. Then I moved into my first apartment after college, and my apartment was haunted, oh. and his name was Al, and Al was a trickster, and he scared the crap out of me. And in doing so, I, I learned that I can see him, I could speak with him, and in order to get him out of my apartment, we had to do a... a a seance and get him to understand that he passed. And so part of my journey through this whole process has been not only communicating with spirit, but helping them adjust to the other side, which is why these young adolescents came to me because they knew I understood their grief, their trials and tribulations on after passing and the regrets that they have about why they should not have taken their own life. And that's what's great about and unique about my book is because they talk about what they learned since they've been on the other side. They got to look at their life journal. They got to look at their life contract. They got to look in the book of life. And they learn things about themselves that they didn't know. And if they knew that before that they, they took their own life, they wouldn't have taken their own life because it, their life had a long life. They had a lot of important things to do. And I think a lot of adolescents don't realize that whatever they're going through at this particular time is just momentary. Give it a week, give it a month, give it a year,
6: and life can be totally joyful and happy and change. Right, right. We're speaking with Teresa St. Francis. So, Teresa, so when you were four, which is pretty young to have any kind of insight into anything, and your mom told you, we don't do that because it's not our religion. So what about when you were a teenage girl? Did you, and, you know, and in-house, did your mother ever say, Teresa, what do you see here? Or did you did you offer things to family or friends, or did you not do that?
1: I do Watched Casper the Friendly Ghost, The Ghost of Mrs. Muir, A Bewitched, Night Dream and it was happening to everybody, and, and things would happen to me, so I thought it was happening to everybody, so I never denoted that it was different. Right. And my mom never asked me. Um, I come from a very dysfunctional Italian family, so there wasn't a lot of talking in the family.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> so I kept to myself. It was only when I moved out and got my own apartment after college did a lot of this all come about that I really understood well, I am different. I met people who were psychic mediums. They introduced me into some of my gifts, and before you know it, I've been doing this professionally for over 35 years, helping grieving parents talk to their children, their family members who have passed over.
6: Right. So you speciali- you've always, for some reason, specialized in that aspect?
1: Yes, I have. I've always specialized in medium communication, helping both the other side which might have some difficulty while they pass, because not everybody understands that they passed, as well as grieving friends, family, members uh, here adjust to why their child has passed. Like Michelle, who is one of my primary individuals who speaks through the entire book, She, her mom, Angela, came to me many, many times over the course of many years truly not understanding why she passed, and my job was to help her understand what her daughter went through, why her daughter passed, and what her daughters learned on the other side and part of what her daughter learned was to help it as well. I'm sorry,
6: what did what did daughter Michelle learn? I missed that sentence. Oh,
1: what the daughter learned from the other side was that she could help people from the other side by gathering everybody up and everybody telling their stories. Their hope was to save lives here, to share that information so that we could have suicide prevention because these young adolescents need to know that they're not alone, that they have a purpose, that they're loved not only from their physical family, but from their spiritual family, that they have a contract, and that contract is interrelated to everybody else. We all agree to come here together, and coming here together, we all have specific purpose and meaning.
6: All right. And so, obviously, you would say the same thing to the grieving parents. I mean, it must be very terrible for the parents and I'm not sure the parents would ever get over it, the death of a teenage child. I mean, what could be worse than that?
1: You know, you're absolutely right. That's why I wrote the book. A lot of what's in the book I cannot talk about in a reading because there's just not enough time. Mm -hmm. In a reading, when I'm dealing with a grieving parent, I'm dealing with their perception, their reality, their pain, their loss. And even though I'm bringing in their child... The information can only go so far because the parent always becomes overwhelmed, not only with talking to their child, but from the detailed information that I do deliver. So there comes a point in time where there's information overload, which is why I wrote the book because there was so much information I've often wanted to talk to grieving parents about, but just never had the opportunity to.
6: So, Teresa, in other words, when when a mom or dad comes to you about the death of their child, you tell them such specific information that they know that you're just not painting with broad strokes, that you're actually speaking to their child. I mean, you tell them things that they think, my God, how could she possibly know that about my daughter or son? Is that it? You you are very specific and they think, wow, is that it? So they they need to understand that indeed you are able to do that. That's why I'm asking this question.
1: Absolutely. And even Mm -hmm. in the book, you'll hear Angela say, how do you know that? And she'll keep saying that because there's specific details that I come through from her daughter. Michelle, in reference to things that only her mother would have known about, like, for example, a birthmark or uh, a specific conversation that they had, or a photograph that is in her purse that she carries with her. Things of that nature that only that individual would know.
6: Well, Teresa, we, we're running out of time, and how can people contact you? We're speaking with Teresa St. Francis, the author of a new book, uh, What Happens the Day After?, messages from adolescent suicide, how can we find out more about your work and about your new book?
1: Um, My website is teressacommunicates.com, all one word. My website for the book is What Happens the Day After. It also can be purchased on amazon.com. They can also reach out to me by giving me a phone call at 201-475-1044. I do private readings. I do house parties. I do Skype. I do over the phone. And also take a look at my Amazon reviews. Every review is a five-star because this book is a enlightening book into a situation where we need to start sweeping the epidemic from under the rug to open conversation so that we can start saving lives.
6: Teresa, thank you very much. It was very kind of you to speak with us this evening. Uh, this is Josh Lane. We've been speaking with Teresa St. Francis, and you can contact her at 201-475-1044. That's 201 201- Her book is called What Happens the Day After? Messages from Adolescent Suicide. Uh, This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after these important messages.
3: Have you had your Carlson Norwegian fish oil today? Decades ago, scientists discovered why Greenland Eskimos maintain healthy hearts despite their high-fat diets. The high level of omega-3 oils in their seafood diet protected their hearts. Carlson Norwegian Fish Oil provides those important omega-3 oils. The same omega-3s from cold-water fish support maximum brain power, immune strength, joint comfort, and our vision, too. Carlson, the very finest fish oil, is a valuable source of the important omega 3s EPA and DHA. Each teaspoon provides a full 1,600 milligrams of omega 3s. And its purity is guaranteed. Try it on salads and popcorn. It tastes like lemon, not fishy. As for Carlson, the very finest fish oil, at finer health food stores today
6: we're back thank you for tuning in to this edition of here's to your health i'm your host joshua lane calling in this evening is mark becker mark becker with uh, allied bio uh, nutritionals and mark is a man in his mid-50s who has competed in uh marathons and ironmans and all sorts of endurance events uh and you know this is a lot of men not a lot of men by percentage but more and more people are participating in these amazing uh physical endurance events and they feel that they really benefit from it and uh, that's why I'm just happy to get Mark on the air tonight so mark you have competed in how many you know marathons triathletes you know what have you done tell 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 my listeners
4: uh first of all great great to be on the show uh, today josh uh, i um I have been participating in uh, in endurance events for more than 35 years. I'm um, um, coming up on my 56th birthday, and and um, uh, I was inspired back in the early 80s by uh, actually a young woman who I was watching the 1982 Ironman triathlon, and I was I watched her uh, struggle to the finish line, and I was completely inspired by this woman. Her name is Julie Moss, and uh, the rest is kind of history from there. Um, I've participated in more than 300 endurance events uh, over the past three and a half decades, including uh, uh, triathlons, 150-plus triathlons of Olympic distance or greater, uh, 100-plus marathons, um, 26.2-mile marathons, rough-water swims that include swims from Alcatraz to the mainland. Um, I've I've done just about all, it all over the past... Three and a half decades, and, and it's just been—it's it, it, just been such a positive thing for me. It, it not only manifests itself uh, physically for me, but it manifests itself uh, through my professional life, through my family, through my through sons. Uh, It's—it's just been a wonderful thing.
6: Well, we're speaking with Mark Becker. Mark, so when a man or woman trains to run a marathon of 26.2 miles, that takes a lot of effort, and you have to put a lot of time in running 26.2 miles is really a real physical feat. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's a lot of work, isn't it?
4: It, it is, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to put the time in. Uh, I uh, was never real athletic you know, growing up. I did play high school sports, but, but I am a hard worker, and if you are interested in doing endurance events, all you have to do is put in the time. You have to put in the miles. Mm-hmm. You have to put the runs in. You have to... Put the bike time in. You have to put the put the swim time in. Um, it's it's about uh, it's it's about a process. It's about building endurance and, and getting to those uh, to those longer distances. Yeah, um, uh, it's just all about hard work and, and and putting the time. It can be time intensive and, and that means waking up before the sun comes up. I I can't tell you how many sunrises I've seen over the years and uh, that's just all about putting my time in.
6: So may I ask, uh, we're speaking with Mark Becker, who has been an endurance athlete for you know 35 years. Mark, how many miles a month do you run now at age 56?
4: Well, you, you have to be strategic. I mean, some in my age, less is more. Huh? I, I used to put in 100 miles a week when I was in my 30s. Wow. But but now, you know, the, my body has taken such a beating over that you have to be more in, in, in your in putting your miles. I, I run now four times a week. And I put in about anywhere from 40 to 50 miles a week, um, uh, but um, that 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 distance, that mileage, is good and, and 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 it helps me maintain a foundation for me leading up to my my endurance events, my longer runs. But once I'm once I set a date for an event, you know, I will I will cater my training, build up to those distances, but. But they say uh, if you're able to do three quarters of the, of, of the distance of the event you're planning on doing, then you're, you're, you'll, you're able to do the, the event. So um, uh, I, I can't emphasize enough to, to people that are that are a little older the, uh, the less is more concept because um, uh, the body has a tendency to to sock to back to uh, to rebel, and um, uh, it's, it's 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 smarter to to be smart when you when it comes to this endurance and the constant pounding that your body's taking.
6: Right, because running is a, is a great sport. Maybe it's it's the oldest sport man has ever maybe competed in. Running seems like a fantastic sport, but there is a lot of injury. So now, as there a 56 year old man, which is not at all like being a 26 year old man. What are some of the items that, like, you, you work with Allied BioNutritionals? So, what are you happy with that you think, oh God, this is anti-inflammatory? I'm, I'm, it's really making me a better athlete. What are you, what are you working with now?
4: Well, I, you know, and, and I am. I'm, 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 I kind of consider myself a supplement freak, and that, and, and I actually attribute my longevity in a sport that no, that's notoriously hard on the body to taking supplements over the years. I've take I've taken uh, a wide range of supplements, ranging from Ranging from uh, 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 joint health formulas to digestive health formulas to antioxidants to to fish oil, fish oil is great for, for for inflammation to um, to various amino acids, uh, 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 complex proteins, uh, uh, any any number of things, and and uh, um, it's these these uh, natural products. Uh, are are what I attribute to my longevity in in, in, in endurance racing. I mean, without these products, with, without the, the food supply and, the, and 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 just the normal food chain is so um, it's so compromised. It's devoid of nutrients because of the because of the processing that 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 99% of the food goes through these days. Any you go into a grocery store and anything that's in a bag. That's white. Um, uh, is typically processed. and devoid of any nutrients. So I encourage uh, any of any of our listeners to 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 explore uh, a supplement regimen. And talk talk it over with your with your uh, health practitioner because this is where you're going to get uh, genuine nutrition.
6: Right. We're speaking with Mark Becker, who has competed in uh, more than 300. Uh, Endurance events over the past 35 years. And Mark's involved with the Allied Bionutritionals uh, Company, which is here in California. And uh, now we were chatting uh, off mic about using uh, licorice extract. And uh, what does licorice do? I mean, it's good for the adrenals, isn't it? How does it manifest as, for an athlete? The, you
4: know, this, uh, our liquor, the licorice extract, extract that, that, that we manufacture is, is completely different than, than the, than the extract, extracts licorice extracts that you read about uh, or, or when, you, when you typically do a Google search. our extract is a special extraction of, of the licorice molecule. Um, our extract uh, is an antioxidant uh, that promotes cardiovascular health. It literally reduces oxidation in the arteries. We just had a double-blind placebo-controlled study published in Food and Nutri- Nutrition Research Magazine that... That shows literally a reduction of the arterial wall. I mean, th- this is this is groundbreaking and and something that 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 is is uh, has been shown. Uh, pe- people in Israel, this biotechnology originated in Israel, and people in Israel have been taking this this product for several years now, and, and with great success. And and that's why we're doing a worldwide launch of this product. Um, actually, there's a couple, there's two products, but again through CIMT testing, which is carotid which is, uh, intima media thickness, that we have genuine data that shows reduction of the arterial wall. And, and this is, you know, this is what, what eliminates any number of cardiovascular events and um, um, uh, helps reduce oxidation, which, which is normal for anybody. Oxidation occurs. Just by living every day we live in a toxic world oxidation occurs in the arteries uh, lifestyle uh, contributes to oxidation and, and and cholesterol building up in the arteries um, uh, you know if you don't exercise uh, if you don't eat right uh, any, any number of, of, of lifestyle factors contribute to oxidation build up in the arteries and this our products will help to reduce oxidation and we have a study that chose this, I encourage you to access our website at alliedbionutrition.com, and you can uh, get the study. We've got a, we've got a whole content-rich website, uh, and, and any questions, uh, you can reach me as well.
6: And Mark, so we're, we're speaking with Mark Becker from Allied Bionutritionals, and Mark has, now in his mid-50s, has competed in more than 300 uh, important events, uh, marathon events, etc., uh, triathlete. Uh, so... May, let me. I, I'd like to ask this question. I asked this question to Franco Colombo, the champion bodybuilder, who was great friends with Arnold Schwarzenegger and was a bodybuilder in the golden era of bodybuilding. Right. And uh, Franco's now 76. And I said, "What do you know now that you didn't know in, say, 1970?" So let me ask you the same question. Although you're younger, what do you know now? What are you do, putting into practice that you didn't really know 30 years ago?
4: Well, I, 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 what I, what I do know, and, and I can't encourage our listeners enough, is, is to be proactive when it comes to your health, question your health care professional, truly question them. Um, uh, uh, so many of the, uh, especially medical doctors, and I love them and I respect them, I've got medical doctors in my family, um, are, are, are pro-pharmaceuticals um, uh, and really don't have any exposure to, to natural solutions to health. Um, uh, in fact, in all medical schools, and again, I, I've got family members that have been through medical school. There's 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 nothing that that teaches uh, our medical doctors to, uh, today about natural solutions to health. Uh, I, I encourage you to Google. There's plenty plenty of science out there showing efficacy of of the natural uh, uh, solutions to health. Right. I, agree. Um, I agree. Just like with our licorice root extract. So I, I encourage. You too. Be proactive. Seek natural solutions. Stay away from pharmaceuticals.
6: That sounds good. We, we are running out of time and we've been speaking with Mark Becker uh, from Allied Bionutritional and uh, Mark has a great new licorice extract available and uh, so please contact Mark at Allied Bionutritional and this is uh, Josh Lange listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after these important messages.
3: Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish, and most American diets are low in important omega-3 oils. Omega-3 oils are the vital components of fish that provide numerous health benefits. Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems supply concentrated amounts of these omega-3 oils that are needed to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each great-tasting Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gem soft Gel contains 1,250 milligrams of fish oil from deep, cold-water fish. That supplies a full 800 milligrams of Omega-3s, all in only one easy-to-swallow soft gel. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence, for they are tested for purity, potency, and freshness by an independent FDA-registered laboratory. Ask for Carlson Elite Omega 3 Gems at your favorite natural food retailer today.
6: Hi, this is Nate Roos for Rad. Music and friends are two of the most important things in my life, but nothing is more important than life itself. Hey, when you know your friends shouldn't get behind the wheel, drive them home, call them a cab, or give them a Rad card. Music lives, and so should you. I don't let my friends drive drunk. Brought to you by RAD, OTS, California Broadcasters Association, and this station. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lynn. If you have any questions about the guests or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening. You're
0: listening to KCAA,
5: Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation